Well, what's up, everybody? What's Welcome up? to the Victory Experience Podcast. I'm excited about oh this. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? This is the first one. We've the, been talking about this forever. And it's here. And it's here. How do you feel about that? It's here. It's here. Um, We're going to go with the flow. <laughs> We're going to go with the flow. It's a good thing. It's a good but thing. But if anybody that knows me... The people that really, really know me know this is more of my element. I, know. I am more, I'm not a person that really likes to, okay, let's prepare like a full blown message and just preach. I'm a kind of person I like to interact, I like to talk, I like to discuss. Yes, you do. So this is really, really up my alley. I told you, you're going to be excited. You're going to like this more than me, I think. You're going <laughs> to love this. As much a kick and fight, you're going to love yeah, this. We'll see. We'll but see. I'm, I'm excited, excited, man. If you don't know who we are, we are your host. Yes. I am Bishop John. Next to my Victoria's Secret model. What's your name, girl? I am... Who are you? Uh, you're, like you Tell just, said, you Tell just said, I'm his Victoria's Secret model. Uh, Pastor Aisha Edmondson, mm-hmm. like I said, we pastor one of the best churches on the planet. A Victory in Christ Christian Center located in Westville, New Jersey. Tell uh, it, girl. Deford Township, literally five minutes across the bridge from Philadelphia in the Delaware Valley. So if you're in the area, come check us out live. We'd love to love on you. Yes, we would. So this mm-hmm. podcast is something that we're going to load content after content after content on all type of topics. Yes. You, you want to subscribe. So if this is your first time, you yes. want to subscribe to the Victory yes. Experience with yes. Bishop and Pastor Aisha because we're going to just supply all types of content for people to hear all and I'm excited about that and so what we're doing today we're doing an extension of our mm-hmm. marriage Monday if you mm-hmm. don't know what that is that's where we turn around man we go live on social media and we'll mm-hmm. do some type of topic and on Monday called marriage Monday so you can mm-hmm. go check us out on that and we're doing that today this is an extension of that mm-hmm. and so today I'm excited because we're talking about the covenant of marriage. And it's interesting with this being called the victory experience. Yes, yes. Um, even though our church is called Victory in Christ Christian Center, um, some people may know, some people may not know that when we first, uh, before we started the church, we started Victory in Christ Ministry. Yeah, yeah. And we thought that that was going to be primarily a ministry that centered around us ministering in, in regards to marriages, doing I know. marriages, that conferences, was so limiting at that time. because that was our heart at the at the at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. we were focusing on. And God, but God told us He had so much more. Yeah, than who would have thunk it? Just that in who mind. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. And so you know, just with this a little bit, in case people don't know, we're certified Christian counselors. Yes, we went to school for counseling, and uh, we've been married for at the time of this recording thirty one. It'll be thirty two. 32 next May, 32 32 years, years. but we've been together for 40 something, 40 something years, 40 something. And so we, you know, marriage is our passion. It's our heart. And um, we got a little bit of something to say. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. I think we got a little little bit of something to say, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think today is good because we find, I know you and I talk about this all the time. So many couples that don't understand that when they get married, it's more than a ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's more than a wedding ceremony, a reception. Mm-hmm. It's more than coming to that altar. They're making a covenant. A covenant. A covenant. And we find out so many couples, they they don't think about that. They don't have a clue. Well, I don't think some people even know what covenant actually means. Yeah. I think, too, especially in places that truly understand covenant, whether you're like in Israel or other countries yeah. where sometimes... 
They have arranged marriages. They have arranged marriages based on covenant. Have ever never met before. Never met before. But those marriages will end up lasting because they understand covenant. Right, 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 right. It's got nothing to do with love. Like they said, what does love got to do with it? Right. But it's based on covenant. Yeah, and we don't get that. Mm -hmm. We don't get that in But many times when you do what you know to do, then the feelings and the different things end up following um, after a while. Right. We tell Mm -hmm. people that. We tell, you know, we've counseled so many couples Mm -hmm. and they got to learn, let your feelings catch up with you Mm -hmm. because you may not be feeling something in the moment. You're not Mm -hmm. feeling your spouse. You're not feeling doing the right thing. But we're like, you know, listen, you got to be committed to do the right thing and let your, your feelings will catch up. You know, but I, I think so many couples, man, they they don't understand that you didn't just say yes to your spouse, but you took a covenant before God. And so people don't mm-hmm. get it. And that's what we want to talk about on this episode. Okay. Okay. I can't bypass the what you just said. Okay. You just talked about feelings. Feelings. And I think that's the issue that we get ourselves caught up because one yeah. of the things we always say, and many people know, that our feelings are fickle. Yep. Our feelings uh, are one thing one day, another thing another day, but we make many times major decisions yes. based upon our feelings versus what we're talking about today on covenant. But especially if you're talking about uh, a covenant, especially based upon the word. If you want a godly marriage, right. God never talks about doing your roles, your responsibility as a husband, as a wife, or in regards into your marriage based upon feelings. Right. You know, he. But if you really talk about love, love, if you there really want to say, I love my spouse, or I want to do something because I love my spouse, God never talks about love being a feeling. Right. He talks about love being an action. action. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love What's is long-suffering. First, first Corinthians. Is, is, we do, love sure is I'm patient, right. love, love is, is kind, kind, long suffering, doesn't keep a record of wrongs, hopes is the not best, expects the up. best. Yes, yeah. all those things, all those things is action. Even when we think about, you know, how God loved us, God so loved the world, meaning us, yeah. that He did what? He gave. He gave. He gave. His action. He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever loved the world um, and believes on Him shall be saved. <clears throat> right. So, um, I, you know, I think we go off of what the world's definition is on different right. things or what Which is we shallow. think even so when shallow. it comes to covenant right we go over what what we think something is versus on knowing what is the true definition of something right. and making sure we're lining up our lives according to what it is that we say we believe yeah yeah that's true no that that's true and so people don't know you know believers you know born again believers don't know and they're not thinking about mm-hmm. a covenant so let's let's talk about cuz this is a reality for us we yeah. deal with so many couples ours mm. cuz we have issues we i tell when i tell people i don't think people believe it we argue all the time. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, I mean, I think the older you get, you look at things different, but we have arguments, disagreements all the time. I work your nerve, you work my nerve all the time on the regular, but we're committed to covenant. We truly have endorsed that and embraced that divorce is not an option. And I think though, early on, we didn't understand either. No, we didn't. We did not we didn't. know. That's true. And, you know, again, one of the things we always say is that their first year of marriage, 
It was great. It was hunky dory. We were focusing on the love with one another, being on that little honeymoon. Yeah. And then you know, then you settle into life and what life really is. Yeah. And, then and well, for us, all hell broke out. Year well, that's two, three, because because you settle into life yeah. and then dealing yeah. with how things really are, and then that feeling kind of drops for the moment, and then you're dealing with how to handle issues and situations and circumstances. And if you don't know how to deal with them right. appropriately, or you're just going off of what you think you should do or you don't know which covenant or your roles or your responsibilities as a husband or wife yeah. you end up messing things up yeah and thank god we at some point of time we said we can't keep going on like this right and we took the time to study yeah we got books you know we went to classes to seminars find out seminars and, yeah. everything we could get our hands yeah, on is yeah. to find out how is marriage according to god supposed to work and um um, and had got accountability as well on to make sure that we could operate successfully in marriage according to God's word and then had to work the process. That's what I was getting ready to say. And had to work the we process. We were committed to work easy. the process. And the enemy will kind of try to come in sometimes to think if you're really serious about working the That's contrast. True. Because one of the things that the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. And, you know, we take it to any unresolved issues. And then we end up sometimes having, like you just said, you know, sometimes issues almost every day. Right. But, you know, the enemy's going to say, are you really serious about resolving those issues? And so we end up sometimes staying up until two or three o'clock in the morning. Right. Because we have a desire to please God more than pleasing ourselves. That's right. That's right. And we're, we're committed to do the word. You don't always, always feel like it, but we're committed to do the word. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you just said is important that we won't go to bed angry. We used to. We used to all the time. But we made a committed decision, intentional decision. We were going to stop going to bed angry. And I remember when we did that and we would stay up two, three o'clock in the morning. We haven't had to do that in years now, but we weren't always like this now. And we were committed to stay up, even though we might have had to get up early to be out the door to go to work. We were committed to work it out. It might not resolve everything in that moment, but we got on the same page. But we're I in think a place that's of agreement. key. You know, when you said we were committed, what are you committed to? Right. You know, right. not just the marriage, but it's you're committed to God to uphold your covenant because you love God. Yes. Your love for God has got to be stronger than your love for one another and for yourself and for yourself. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Your, your well, love, why? Because it causes you to do what you don't feel do like doing what you know to do regardless right. of how you feel. Right. Right. No, no, that's true. And so, you know, so it's this whole thing being, you know, the Bible says, don't just be a hearer, but a doer. Yes. At least you deceive yourself. So it's not about simply knowing the word, mm -hmm. but committed to do the word. And marriage isn't easy. And God says, if you love me, do what? If you love me, you'll keep yeah. my commandments. Yeah. Again, love is action. It's action. It's action. Well, and, you it's know, not a feeling because sometimes you don't feel this thing, right. but you know that if you do the action, after a while the feelings will follow. That's true. But many times we want That's the true. feelings first before we do the action, but the Bible is clear. Do the action first and then allow the feelings to follow. Right. No, that's right. And so it's not easy. Marriage is not oh, easy. Oh, no. And marriage.
Marriage it's, is work. It's and you know these TV shows, reality it's shows, work. they make it. They make it. They give the appearance of yes. it being fairy tale, Everybody but it's not. Everybody the fairy tale. Yeah. You got what the Bachelor. You got right. the Bachelorette. Yeah, the Golden you got Bachelor. Married you at got, first sight. Yeah, all I types of stuff. I can't even keep up with all the, sh- the, the all types of stuff. And none of them, there. none of them are in, like with Covenant. They're yeah. all feeling based uh-huh. and fantasy and all it's that. It's interesting though because I like watching them though. I, I like I like watching these I shows. Do. I like watching I these shows slap just to see who's going to do the right thing and do they know any better? Just yeah, you know. Does anybody know Covenant? Are they willing to do the Covenant? And just I like I just like to see sometimes what happens. Are you allowed to say idiot on podcast? I don't know, but that you know. It's <laughs> but just, I will say this: I don't you like know em. this is true because you know that sometimes when I watch these shows, it makes me have a even new, a better found appreciation for you. I'll That's be watching true. these shows and I'll be thinking, seeing how stupid these people <laughs> are sometimes. I'll be like, baby, I love you. I know. Babe, I, I love like that you. part. I know. <laughs> You're like, I'm so appreciative you of you. So I'm like, keep watching it, girl. Keep watching it. Keep watching. But you know, <laughs> marriage is hard. It's yeah. not easy. And people don't, uh, you know, we've always said this, you know, people will invest their time and their resources in preparing for a wedding day. Yeah. They they spend all this money on a wedding day, wedding beautiful wedding dress, getting the tuxedos, mm-hmm. making sure the venue is right, the food is tight, and all those things, mm-hmm. but never really invest any time mm-hmm. in preparing for their marriage, for their life together. And marriage, even when you're prepared, it's hard because yeah. life hits you from all different avenues. It's hard, mm-hmm. but what couples have to get to is a place of understanding. We made a covenant with each other in the sight of God. I know you say some, you've said before sometimes that, you know, it's a shame that, you know, the government makes us uh, get a license, you know, for other things, whether it's to do hair, whether it's to drive a car, but, you know, they don't make us go through a whole lot outside of going to the township and filling and apply, out some yeah, applying yeah. to get married. Yep. They make you go through more to get out of the marriage right. than they do to get into the to ma- make you get into <laughs> right. That's the so marriage. True. Yeah. And um, if, if we took the amount of time that we would take, you know, to get other things, yeah. maybe some marriages would not break up. So yeah, that's quickly. true. That's true. And so, you know, one of the things let's let's we've been talking about covenant we've been throwing that word out there covenant mm-hmm. so let's let's give the w- definition mm-hmm. so people know you have that in front of you let's give the definition of what a covenant a, a marriage that's mm-hmm. based on covenant is what do you have that yeah we said a covenant marriage is intended by God to be a lifelong relationship exemplifying unconditional love say that again uh, that's why I had to say it with like a little <laughs> twang in my voice unconditional love reconciliation yes sexual purity and purposeful growth in our marriage that's a let's mm. break that down because that's a that's I a mouthful say that again. go ahead say I it have again to say, that say it for the people in the back listening a in the back covenant marriage is intended by god to be a lifelong relationship lifelong. exemplifying unconditional love reconciliation sexual purity and purposeful growth in our marriage. And it's interesting when I was reading this just now, it made me think about Papa Miles, Papa mm-hmm. Miles Monroe, Miles Monroe. If you've never heard of him, Google, Google him. him. Check he him will out. change your life yeah. forever. Yeah. But 
you know, one of the things we, you know, where he talks about where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Yes. yes. And you never, you, you got to go to the uh, creator of a thing to know what was the original tent of the thing. That's good. You know, to know uh, how it was intended to operate. Yes. So when you're talking about a covenant marriage, what was the intended purpose of marriage in the first place? Right. In developing a covenant with God. Yeah. There was a purpose that he established marriage in the first place to establish his covenant on the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And he needed these things to happen in them in order for marriage to last a lifetime. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, you, you gave in the definition, it's a lifelong long relationship yeah. that's what covenant is about it's supposed to be lifelong we make these vows you know for better for worse richer poor sickness and, and health, health until death do us part it's supposed to be a lifelong yeah. it's supposed to be till you're dead and most people most you know a lot of people listening to this podcast maybe don't realize this is a mm -hmm. lifelong commitment this is not a try it out mm -hmm. this is not a test drive it mm -hmm. this is not a well maybe I'll see and I wonder you know I would I would be willing to say a whole lot of people may have an exit strategy before they enter mm -hmm. they have an exit strategy because their mindset is if this doesn't work out then I'm going to do something else. But in this definition that we just talked about, for covenant marriage, it involves purposeful growth in marriage. Yes. And purposeful growth yeah. cannot happen unless there are problems That's in good. the marriage. That's true. And what people don't understand is that problems actually cause your marriage to grow. Yes. It causes you to love your spouse even more. Yes. I was just saying the other day, I was watching another uh, uh, pastor on TV and he was talking about success. Mm -hmm. And he says, you can't have success without mess trying to break out. That's true. Be Say that again. You that's can't good. have success without mess that's, breaking that's so true. out. That's so true. Again, that's just like, you know, you, th there's, you grow with failure because you learn. It helps you to grow, appreciate love right. you know other people more and um, in the process and love and appreciate what you're doing more in the process but people think that everything's just supposed to be perfect hunky yeah. dory yeah. but you love and you appreciate your spouse I love you more than I did the day that we got married and it's not because of the good times it's because of us working through sometimes some of the bad times and, and there's the been a issues lot of them. and the situations yeah. and yeah. knowing that you are still there right it's knowing that you still got my back yeah. Yes. In the process that causes me to love you yeah. even more. I got more. your back, girl. That's the covenant. Yeah, and it's it's lifelong. And I think that's the foundation. Couples have to understand good, bad, ugly, this is lifelong. Lifelong. That I'm committed to the end. I'm committed till we die. If you have two individual people that think that way, man, you have a strong marriage. Because if you don't, then you always, like we say, because when you're thinking about covenant, you think, okay, I have no out. Right, right, Divorce right. is not an option. Right. So if divorce is not an option, then you're looking for how to work it out. Yes. But if you know that there's an option out of this covenant, you're going to pull the trigger. You're going to, a, okay, at some point you're going to contemplate that. when the person that. works your nerve, do it one more time. Right. I'm out. Right. Do it one more time. Y'all hear the inflection I'm in out. her voice? Y'all hear that? Do it one more time. I'm out. <laughs> Versus yes. do it. And if you do it, then then I got to call such and such or I need somebody, you know, we got to figure out how to work this out right. because I can't get out. That's what I think of. I'm stuck with you. Right. 
That's how I look at it. I'm stuck with you. Right. And because I'm stuck with you, I don't want to live miserable. Yeah. I don't want to live unhappy. So I've got to figure out whether it's reading a book, whether it's calling, you know, our accountability people on Going how to Going to a marriage intense of something. Whatever we need to yeah. do. Yeah. Because we made a covenant to one another. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people could be listening and saying, well, you know, what if I'm willing to do it, but my spouse isn't willing to do it. And mm-hmm. this is an individual thing, foundationally. This is about me. Mm-hmm. Me taking a mindset that I made a covenant and this is lifelong and I'm willing to keep going and keep trying and keep trying. Now, it takes two. We're not negating. Mm-hmm. It takes two to tango. You know, it takes two. But my mindset is I'm not going to be the one to give and up. And at the same time, we got to make sure that we're not looking for uh, God to move in our timing. Right. Because many true. times we are microwave uh, Christian. Right. We want it to happen like yesterday. Right, right. And you never know what God wants to do over a period of time. You have to be willing to do your part unconditionally, That's unconditional right. love, and, and wait for God to do what maybe he wants to do. Now, you know, I mean, God, you know, there's all, God gives in his word different reasons of why you may have out in the relationship, but that doesn't but mean right. that God is even saying that you're supposed to take those outs because like uh, Hosea yeah. and, and Gomer. Yeah. And I, we always say, if you haven't seen seen the movie, what, what Redeeming is it? Love. Redeeming Love. Oh, you got to go see that. Whether you're married, single, yes. you, you got to go see that. You got to go. It's on, um, it's on, I think you can get it on what? Amazon Prime? A- yeah. Amazon Prime or Netflix. One, One of, of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole premise, because that that's the thing. Let's go back for a second. The whole thing is there are outs that scripture gives but they're mm-hmm. very limited very limited. very very limited very limited. um you know and but the bible is clear that even because if somebody even if for you because you got forgiveness yeah the forgiveness right factor. even if somebody messes up the bible is clear that if you're if a person wants to be with you they mess up and they want to be with you they're genuinely sorry mm-hmm. they they genuinely have repented you know and repentance is the word meant to know it means change your thinking so if somebody's truly repented they're willing to change their ways uh-huh. and if they are we have to be willing to go down that road yes. for reconciliation so in Hosea and gomer which is the story that redeeming love is based off of it redeeming love it's a modern day depiction yeah. even though it's like a a, a Western Mm -hmm. is a modern day depiction Mm -hmm. of, you know, of Jose and Gomer. And there's this underlining theme again and again of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and not giving up and not giving up and being willing to just, you know, trust God. And so many people, that's not where they are. You know, like you said, they mess up on me. I'm out. You mm-hmm. mess up with me out. You do something I never thought you would do. Mm-hmm. I'm out. And many times people don't even find out to even uh, take the time to find out if they have even scriptural crowns. That's true. To, you know, which is why it's really good. We have um, we learned in marriage uh, in marriage uh, counseling um, uh, the book, which we recommend to people before they ever make that decision to read the book that we had to go through, uh, marriage, divorce, and, and remarriage. Yeah, yeah. Um, by Jay Adams, mm-hmm. which is a really good book. It's a very tedious books it gives a lot of scriptures and I always say read the read the uh, footnotes because it will help you determine where you are in your situation and your circumstances on whether or not you really have grounds and right. what you need to do right and so many people don't yeah you know they think they have even grounds if, even in remarriage because you may be divorced already do you really technically have grounds right. to even get remarried right that's exactly right yeah. so many people don't know because again so many people never take the time to invest in their marriage mm-hmm. they never take the time and so you know, people, people, you know, they go through things, but the mentality is I'm committed. I'm yeah. committed. You and I would be divorced right now. Oh, we yes. would be divorced right now on, on, 
again and again. We'd be divorced right now if we weren't committed. I remember the, you know, the one time that um, I say you left me, you just walked out the house. Mm-hmm. You know, Joshua, our, our oldest was literally mm-hmm. on my lap and, and I had acted dumb. I was just, I was just saying some dumb things. You know, you were fed up. I was fed up. You know, we were just buttoning heads and yeah. you walked out and you know, if I, my initial response was like, leave. I'm thinking leave. But then when that door slammed, I was like, oh, come, Joshua, cry, do something. Let's get her back in here. But you came back in because you made a decision between you and God, you came back in. I mean, you had Joshua, but it that was a turning point for us because yeah. we were like, we got to get this together. Yeah. And I can't do it because you're doing it. It can't be a yeah, conditional yeah, thing. And that, that can be a whole topic in itself, but God had dealt with me that I needed to stop focusing on you and what you were doing or right. not doing. Right. But I needed to focus on myself and stop looking for you to meet all my needs right and look for god to meet my needs because god says i'll supply all your needs according to my riches and glory right and not think that you were the person who you were put in my life to meet my needs yeah. you weren't put in my life to meet my right. needs my needs right. are met by my heavenly father and you not doing or doing is not going to predicate my joy and my happiness. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, you know, because it's, you know, I'm not in your life to meet your needs, Mm -mm. but I'm there for your wants. Mm -hmm. You know, we're there for for each other's wants because one of the things in the definition that we gave for covenant, it's about this purposeful growth in marriage. You know, I look at our marriage, you know, we, so we've been married for 31 years. We've been together for over 40. We've been together since I was 14 and you were 15. That's when we first met. Mm -hmm. We've been, so we've been together three quarters of our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've grown. Mm-hmm. We've added value and growth to each other. I watched you go from this little girl, this teenage girl, to this woman of God that you've matured into. You've watched <laughs> me grow, and we've shared so many wonderful experiences. You know, yeah. we we have you know we have three kids. You know, mm-hmm. Joshua, Christian, and Jordan. They're grown men now. One of them's married. We have no grandbabies yet. If you're if you're on this podcast, we need y'all to pray for our grand <laughs> grandbabies. But you know, and we we've grown in yes. our family. We've had experiences. We've traveled. Amen. You know, we've we've had this purposeful growth in our marriage. I love the fact, and that's a whole episode if we want to do it. I love the fact that we add value to each other's lives. Yeah. You know, we add value. I'm concerned about your growth. You know, you're concerned about my growth, but that doesn't mean it's a perfect marriage. You know, in it, we still have issues in it. You know, as much as people don't believe it, I don't feel you. You don't feel me. Mm-hmm. But it's this whole topic on this podcast today that is about this, this understanding of covenant that causes me individually. That's the key to go, hey, I'm committed to you. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, I'm committed to you till death do us part. That even though you can you can say some things and dog me out, you can say some things I don't like, I'm committed. I'm not going mm-hmm. to I always say, if you leave me, I'm going with you. <laughs> I'm going with you. You know, I'm I'm committed. Amen. And so, you know, it's this, it's this lifelong commitment. It's it's my joy to know we're gonna grow old together. Amen. We're going to grow old together. I'm going to push you on a rocking chair swing. <laughs> we're going to grow old <laughs> together. And, you know, and then I always say, I, I want you to go right before me. I want to walk you to the edge of eternity. Turn you back over to your heavenly father. And then I'll catch up with you. You know, that's the whole thing that it becomes this awesome challenge in a covenant mindset that we're going to bob and weave no matter what life throws at us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stay together. And I think when you're focusing on covenant, you got to be focused on not to major on the minors. That, say that again. That's really good. You cannot major on the minors. Yeah. The enemy will come in and try to get you to major on the minors to get you to come against your covenant yeah that's oh and that's true that's so true covenant yeah yeah 
And I and and I think you know you you learn from especially two people that have been married for long periods of time. Yes. That the younger people that have been married they focus on the minors. Right. They do. And they're so willing to come out of their comf- their covenants. Yep. Over just of minor, minor petty, petty stuff. Petty stuff. Minor petty stuff. And we look at that and go, and I'm like, you cannot major on the minors. No. And recognize that that's nothing but the enemy trying to come in as a thief. Why? Because a thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. And many times, and I think he does that even more so when we're younger. Right. Because he has more opportunity to get to our seed. Right. That's what it's about. Because you recognize the minors aren't even minors when you're older. Because the seed is out of your house. Right. There's no effect many times of our marriage on the sea. That's true. So he can't, he don't even go there anymore. That's true. But he goes there when we're young in marriage because it ain't even about us. That's right. It's about him trying to get to our sea. That's right. So like you said, he'll come as a thief. Yeah. Causing major in the minors. Yep. To not even get at us, but to get to our seat. Yeah. We don't even recognize We don't. It. We don't. We, we miss to try it. To you know? get in and the I think you and I just, it was a major milestone because when our middle son got married, you know, in this past September, mm-hmm. and um, to see him and his wife, Christian mm-hmm. and Jovi, to see them come from these examples. Yeah. You know, Jovi's parents, Christian, us as his parents, this example of marriage and commitment to covenant that caused them from the door. We weren't like that from the door. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Joey's parents, you know, I don't know if they were like that from the door, but from their the inception of their marriage, they understand covenant. Mm-hmm. They understand this is a lifelong commitment. And I remember at their ceremony, we had their parents come up in the forest, laid hands on them and prayed for them, you know, and it's such an awesome thing that when you know you've done a, you've done a, a pretty good job being that model for your seed, yeah. you know, a pretty good job trying to protect the enemy from, from jacking them up concerning marriage, you know, and now we pass this on to them that it's a covenant. It's a lifelong, you know, when you first get married, man, like our first year was all nice. I loved you. You loved me, but covenant is what sustains you. Mm-hmm. It sustains you through it till death do us part Amen. and covenant's different than a contract. People, mm-hmm. it's not, you're not making a contract, you know, a con, you're not making a contract. It's a covenant, you know, contracts are for a season of time. Amen. Covenant is lifelong. So when we're talking covenant, we're not talking contractual. We're not talking something that's a, that's a business transaction for a, a period of time. We're talking about a lifelong commitment. We could even go down the road. It's, you know, well, a contract is made between two parties. I look. A covenant is made between three See, now you're parties. being a woman of God. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, came, I just thought about that. Yeah, Because yeah. when you think about covenant, covenant is a spiritual thing. Right, right. A contract right. ain't spiritual. Yeah. It's made between maybe you and me. Right. But when I make a covenant, I'm making a covenant between me, you, and God. That's right. That's right. And, and again, yeah. God is the main person. You just the benefactor. That's right. And contracts can be negotiated out of. Mm-hmm. Covenants are mm-hmm. for life. Yeah. If you're going to do it right. And so many people don't. You know, so many people don't. And, um, you know, it's, but when you really understand covenant, man, covenant is a wonderful thing. You know, it goes past feelings. You know, covenant, when you embrace the cool thing, 
thing. When you embrace covenant, it takes you past feelings. It, you, you know, know what, you get, you, you get you, past You know what, that. and it's interesting that you say that because just, and, and, and it doesn't have to even be in a marriage relationship because it's funny because there's some people that you got in your life that yeah. are French friends. Right. And you have said, I make covenant relationships. Yeah. They are covenant relationships. Yeah. And I've said to you before, I would have cut them off a long time ago. And I can't. And I don't even trust some of these people. Right. And I feel like some of these people would probably backstab you. Right. If, you, if they had the opportunity. Yep, yep. But you say God won't allow you it's a covenant to relationship. cut off that relationship yeah. because there's purpose in the relationship because of the covenant and co that's that right. you made with and the when, relationship. Because yeah, yeah. it's not even about you. It's about what God wants to do in and through yeah. you with that relationship. And that's not to say that you totally trust that person, right. but you know that you're in that relationship with that person for a reason yeah. that is bigger than just the, yeah. the two I of you. I mean, you and I have covenant. There's one person, you know, when you have covenant, with a, it's their family. Yeah. It's their family. And you and I have covenant with a person and one of the spouses left, man, and we picked up the ball with yeah. the spouse that stayed and the kids and we've been in their life till this from that day to this day yeah. even though the one spouse walked away we've been in their life because it's a covenant covenant is a lifelong mm -hmm. commitment you have relationships associates but then there's these sovereign connections yeah. that are based upon covenant and so you know when you're in covenant man you you take responsibility for your action yeah. you know when i'm in covenant i take responsibility for my action it's not about responding reacting to what you do to me but I'm responsible in how I react based upon my relationship, you know, with God. And so it's this commitment that we have to remember that we've made in the sight of God. Amen. This has been really, really good, yes, man. I mean, we could go on forever on this, but we don't, but this, have, time we don't have time. And so this, <laughs> there's other episodes coming down the yes. pike. And so we hope you enjoyed this today. Amen. We hope you enjoyed hearing from us today, talking just about the covenant and of this marriage. this was just a little tate. Yeah, just a little bit. A little tate to tate. Tate. It was just a little tate tate because you could go on and on and on. There's so much that you could talk about you can. covenant. You can. You could probably, this could be a series. It, it really to. could be. Yeah. And so we're going to add more content on marriage, more content on mm -hmm. things like this along with others. So if you're listening and you haven't subscribed, man, subscribe yeah. to the Victory Experience podcast because 